So, Casey, how did you like the movie? I thought it was very misleading. What? There was only maybe one bird, and it definitely wasn't a priest. What? Oh, boy. Episode of Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. Dip, step, dip. Step, birds of prey. We saw birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. The animal sequel to Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> oh my goodness, that would. Oh, that would be quite a thing. I would love to see Harley Quinn birds go. Birds prey tweet. <laughs> what? <laughs> birds tweet. Birds prey tweet. Birds prey tweet. It's birds prey kicking the balls. That's what this movie was. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, I, one, I think that might have been the shortest intro we've ever done. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Watch oh, this. Is gonna be, hello. Hey. <laughs> hey. Intro music, please. Uh, yeah, so we went to go see Birds of Prey today because it was getting great reviews. Yeah. And Joshua, a movie. It's also a movie. And, well, I, and we have a movie pass. But not movie, movie pass. pass. Is it? I, I mean, it's superhero. It's under comics, but none of them are superheroes. Ah, uh, except no, Black Canary. I know, but well, spoilers. If you don't know anything about, about the character Black Canary, she loud. I didn't say that. You said that. I just said she was super. Super. Once. <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> I was a superhero once. Once. <laughs> But yeah. So, uh, overall? Overall, I really enjoyed it. I think it was one of my favorite DC Universe movies. Granted, I have only seen Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Justice League, and this one, and Suicide Squad. I did see Suicide Squad. I think that's it. Oh, Shazam. 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 I think you just haven't seen Man of Steel or Batman v Superman. Yes. And I think you're okay. <laughs> I don't need it. Superman's boring to me. And no offense, Harry and Cavill, the most interesting you've ever been has been The Witcher, and I don't even like that show that much. But you do like this one, which is what we're here to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I did really like this. I actually like had a lot of fun with this. I think they did a good job about making it about Harley Quinn, which was like the best thing about. Yeah, I think they, they recognized that. I, I didn't realize until I was like looking up on it. Uh, like they were primed and ready when Suicide Squad came out to announce that she was getting her own movie. Yeah. Uh, I think they knew beforehand, like, yeah, people gonna like her. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. Uh, it was about the only thing people liked about that movie. <laughs> uh, I, I think she she really captures the spirit of, like, the iconic Batman the Animates. Animated. The an, Animates? An, the Animates. Batman the Animates? <laughs> the and, animates. And Margot Robbie. Yeah, and Margot. Doing her own thing. She yeah. did her own thing, but still, like, she felt very true to the character and in a modern context. Yeah, and she also felt very human in this one, whereas the other one, she was mostly just crazy. Yeah. That she felt like a person. Like, she's a crazy person. Yeah. But she's a person. I mean... It's not her fault entirely. Sometimes the coke explodes next to your face and you just <laughs> get ready to go. That is very true. You know, it's it it's happened once or twice. Things happen. So, uh, <laughs> it was it was really cool. I liked. It was more ensemble than I. Expected. Yeah, I. Oh, there's more than one bird of prey. No, I know, but <laughs> Harley Quinn's in the title, and it was billed as a Harley Quinn movie. But for as much as it's a Harley Quinn movie. It's almost equally everybody else, mostly. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. No, it was, the the cast was very good all around. Uh, everyone did their job very well. Yeah. Uh, including right? Bruce. Including Bruce, the fake hyena. Uh, we've already mentioned it, but if you haven't, if you're new to this thing with us, 
We we only do spoilers around here, so yeah. You, you, I I was not programmed to not spoil things. <laughs> we like to talk about stuff, and when you put restraints on our nerdy minds, oh, well, how can you talk about a movie and just be like, yeah, the things were good. Oh, the things at the end. I bring were- up screen junkies a lot. They're actually really good at that. I'm like, I couldn't. No. The I like the part where stuff happened that I enjoyed. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the one part was like, why did you do the thing? But then the rest of it was like, oh, hey, yeah. I agree. Or disagree, <laughs> I can't, can't tell, tell. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was really fun. And like some people are saying like, oh, it's it was hard to market because they made like the name is weird. I actually think the name is great. I love the name. I like that it was... It was just, it was originally just Birds of Prey, but then they added on and the the fantabulous emancipation, emancipation of one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Like to me, that it feels just, so Harley Quinn. It feels so Harley Quinn, but also like it immediately just hearing the title of the name, you're like, well, this is gonna be something. Yeah, and like I think it automatically triggers your brain to know like not to take it super seriously, um, and I feel like everyone, like everyone walk that tightrope pretty well between like being like a serious character and like dealing with real things yeah and then also just being fun yeah like i think they got to have their cake and eat it too their sparkly glittery cannon exploding cake glitter cake (laughs) glitter cake uh because or should it be they got to have their egg sandwich and eat it too (laughs) (laughs) eventually eventually took some work uh took a whole movie like like getting this movie to but, come out. But to me, I don't know, as as an actor, that's my favorite type of role. One where there's plenty to chew on, but also I get to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like you get to have no, all the fun and no character development or anything, and yeah. that's fine. Sometimes you have all the scenery to chew on and it's miserable, and that's good too. But sometimes you get to do both. Yeah. Uh, both. Ewan McGregor. Good. Oh, God, yeah. He he had some stuff, and they, like, kind of throw it away, but you could tell he knew his character, and he knew, like, his character's perspective yeah. on things. And that's all you need. Why do they touch my things? They know that they're my things! <laughs> wow! What a generalistic way to put things, Mr. Sionis! <laughs> uh, it's almost like you're a psychopath! <laughs> yeah, I, it's just, like, everyone did their homework. Yeah. And that's really, like, all you can ask for for, for everyone. Like, Ewan McGregor has never put in uh, a half-baked performance. No. He, never. He's a, he's a full-bake and then some. He is a twice-baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> and you know with what? With all the cheese. Yep, with all of the cheese. Uh, and so is Margot Robbie. Yeah. Like, I've enjoyed is- everything that she's done. That she's done. Yeah, but she like wanted to do this movie. When you were looking it up, it's like she was a producer. Yeah. Her company helped make it and all that kind of stuff. And like she wanted this to happen because here's the thing. She knew she was great at Harley Quinn and that Harley Quinn deserved more of a story. Yeah. And she gave her it. Like you can you can talk crap about Suicide Squad. Squant. Squant. Squat. Squat. Suicide no. Squats. That's a different no. movie. You no. can say all the bad things you want about Suicide Squad that you want. But, like, I'm sorry. You can't badmouth her performance in that movie. No. She's so good and just, like, completely immersed. And I think that continued over and she deserved and then got some. the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there were only, like, a few minor gripes if I if I had to be picky uh I wish I I mentioned this to you I wish we got more from Huntress yeah but this movie was already doing so much and I feel like if there's one character that has to take a hit as far as like backstory and development it's gonna be the one that saw her family get killed in front of them and wants revenge it helps (laughs) it helps that the actress is just so fun, so you just want more from her. Yeah. I don't remember her name. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. There you go. She's from the same home state as me, North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. There's so many people from North Carolina. Yep. And I know There's them all. a lot of people in every state. How do you... you... I... Since meeting you, like, 
you are the trigger. And the amount of people I know that live in Los Angeles that are from North Carolina has quadrupled. We are the flood. <laughs> you are legion. We are legion. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second time we've made that joke has been made today. It's been a day. You weren't here for the first one, but it happened. Yep. You know, some things we just have to keep private. I like Harley Quinn. She just laid yeah, everything out there. I, I really enjoyed how it had, like, that comic booky kind of, like, also, like, that Deadpool-esque breaking of the fourth wall. It wasn't quite as much as Deadpool does it, but, like, it did it. It did it. And I think it fit Harley Quinn really well because she's crazy. And she also 100% feels like a, a person who would just narrate their own life just out loud. Like, yeah. you're in this grocery store. She's like... And then I reached for the cereal. Like, I I know, like, some people are comparing it to Deadpool a lot. I'm like, okay, settle down, Ferris Bueller. Like, <laughs> breaking the fourth wall, you don't have exclusive rights to that. The fourth wall has been broken. Yes. You can't have rights to something that has been shattered. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I like that it was just an occasional wink or, like, an occasional yeah. nod or a line. Because, like, she narrates most of the movie. And not in an obnoxious way. Like, and, and not, it, it was more, it was very kind of film noir Yeah, and off, uh, oddly, there's the word. Oddly had a hard time finding the word oddly. It was oddly reliable yeah. as a narrator. I was expecting her to be much more unreliable as a narrator. I think what's funny is because she never lies. Like, she lies a couple times in the movie, but as a narrator, she doesn't lie. She just has a warped perspective, and so... She's seeing things as they happen and saying things and you get her perspective on it and you get the actual perspective. They're not that different. There's just that thin line between like how she perceives it and how the world is actually. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It definitely, so, like, it was a choice that to me worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's But it's the difference of what makes her just like, you know, a crazy narrator versus an unreliable narrator is that she's never trying to deceive anybody. Yeah, she... She's just Harley. She... There's a lot of stuff going on in that head. But she'll let you know most of it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> the maximum amount, anyway. <laughs> uh, so what were some of the highlights for you? Uh, Moments or so, things about the movie or... Uh, just because it's at the top of my brain right now. Uh, well, well, I'll circle around to it. But the outfits. Yeah, those are Like, fun. we just had our... Uh, our talk nerdy to me, baby. Finn Awards. We did. We did. We did. We did. We because we are so classy. And prestige. I think we might have an early nomination for next year's yeah. costume. Because, man. Man. So, we went to go see it at an AMC in a mall. Because, you know, a lot of movie theaters are in malls. Went to Hot Topic. They have the jacket. And I like it so much. Like, here's the thing. That outfit with, like, the poof sleeves and all that. I like that outfit so much. And I want it, but I don't want to pay $90 for that jacket. Can we please get me to 5,000 Instagram followers so I can just become a Hot Topic representative <laughs> and get the stuff for free? And then you were This like, is my campaign. Like, here, Casey, here's some black mask gloves. Cool. Gloves. <laughs> campaign for Amy to rep Hot Topic. Please. Um. I like the that the the villains were on the same level of eccentric that she was. Mm. Uh, like Black Mask is what I think separates him, like as a character, from other just gangsters. It's like Batman's gallery, not necessarily the Rogues Gallery, like that and beyond, has a lot of colorful colorful characters. Anyway, hello. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's going to make it in the, the final cut or not. It probably we'll does see. because I don't think that it caused enough of a blip in the recording that I will notice. Well, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so uh, there are like just normal ruthless crime bosses like the Falcones and the... Kingpin, uh, which is Marvel, but yes. Yes. My nerd... I was like, good try. Uh, I don't know DC enough to do that, but I just meant in the crime bossy, yeah, scary. Yeah, like there, there's that whole side to Batman. It's a major part of of Gotham and everything. 
Uh, but what makes Black Mask different from the rest of the the people is well, he's got a black mask on. But the dude is the fact that psycho. Like the yeah, dude is just over the top. He legitimately gets off on watching. Like here's the thing: I'm sure he liked taking people's faces off himself, but he seems much more the voyeur to watching people get their faces carved off while eating popcorn. Like, dude gets his rocks in weird places and they let you know. Yeah, and, uh, like, I think it's kind of like a full circle thing because I think in the comics, like, I don't know if he's able to take it off in some... Like, I think there's different renditions and different, like, backstories and, like, explanations for why he has the mask on or, like, if he can take it off and Mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, the fact that it's just, like, a skull... Mm-hmm. Uh, and he likes taking taking people's faces off down to their skull. Like yep. that's a very and pickling them. Yeah, he, that was like. D- does he pickle all of the faces, or was it just like? No, special... I think it was. I think it was like I want to try this out, see how this goes. Like I, I'm trying new things in my life. You know, it it it's 2020. We gotta reinvent ourselves. Let me pickle faces. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he, like. He's just so over the top. And yeah. I think it goes, it matches well with our protagonist. Oh, she's the protagonist. She's, I mean, she is. But, you know, she's no, she's not the best person. She, it's the same way, like. She's, I mean, she's the anti-hero, but. Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, that's no more than, like, Batman doing weird stuff. Well, that's another conversation of, like, who's a better person, Batman or Harley Quinn? I would. That would be a fun fight. That would be a fun fight. Uh, but yeah, I don't know enough about Batman. <laughs> it, it was just they were they're evenly matched. I also really like what they did with Zaz, Victor yeah. Zaz. First of all, they gave him hair, which is like a choice. Okay, I yeah. didn't know he didn't. He's have He's usually hair. bald. I mean, he had bald. to appear more like worthy of affection, didn't he? Yeah, uh, Anthony. I know Anthony Kerrigan plays him in in Gotham. Mm. So, with the bald. Nice guy. Uh, Noah Hank from Boy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he plays him in, in the show Gotham. Should so. we do an, epi- an episode after season three of Barry comes out just talking about all of Barry? I will. All, I'll be happy to talk about I mean, Barry. by now, by that point, I will have seen all of Barry. I have seen now the two seasons, but like, it feels weird to do it when it's not on season. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah, he's... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's also like kind of a, just a crazy dude. But uh, I really liked Chris Messina's uh and this movie's take on him it was very different but still like the dude still at his core carves his core because he car he like yep. uh self-inflicts wounds on himself but it as seems, like a tally for every person that he's killed i know but it seems like everything he was doing was like a valentine to black mask right and he's in a lot of rendition like in gotham as well he's very like subservient mm-hmm. Uh, he's basically like, as long as I get to do my thing and kill people, fine. Give me the people to kill. I'm not picky. Uh, this one, he seemed to have an affection for, for Roman. Uh, and whether or not it was reciprocated, it was... Questionable? Yeah, questionable. But I don't know. I thought it was an interesting... I mean, I agree with Harley's thing of like, BFF. But I, it's one of those things where I think Roman is too much of a narcissist that he likes his things. And to him, Zaz, I think, is one of his favorite things and trusted things. Yeah. So I don't think he has an ability to think of anyone as not a thing. Possibly. But surprisingly enough, that serial killer is smitten. Yeah. <laughs> he is a smitten kitten. Yes. Uh, so I just thought that was a an interesting, interesting um, new... New, new kind of yeah, new take, a little little bit of a, a, twist, a twist, if you will, a twist, if you will. Uh, let's see. I liked uh, um, the girl, Cassie. Uh, Cassie. Yeah. yeah, I know they they call her Cassandra through most of the movies, yes. but Cassie they refer Kane. to it as Cassie Kane. Yeah, um, as a like a one step away, so that you have to be like, wait, that name sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, I was like, isn't she? Because like. She's Kane a bad is, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is obviously a reference to Bob Kane who created uh, Batman. Or did he? That's probably there's probably a biopic in there somewhere. Uh, but Kane is like a very important name in in Gotham, and so I was like, like I think it's someone. Uh, but yeah, she's a 
rendition of, of Batgirl, which is cool. Yep. And also, apparently, a character called Orphan, which I wonder if that's going to be the direction if they continue on with the same cast of characters yeah. to do that. I, so I, I will be... Oh, Spoiler no. alert, she lives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't uh, know as much about a certain part of a comic book. I have failed. Where? I have failed this city. I have failed DC. DC? DC? Uh, DC. <laughs> ah, DC. <laughs> uh, Sorry, yeah, that was my possessed by an Elder God voice coming out. I am more familiar with the Barbara. Yes, Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there's there's a lot. So I'm just like, hmm, what? Um, I guess it would be hard. I, the, the shorter list would be things that I didn't like, I guess. Yeah. But it's yeah. so on top of my list and we'll then we'll go into like more general stuff and we can talk about like the couple things that maybe weren't the best and could be worked on for the next one one i hope there's a next one because i had a heck of a lot of fun watching this movie and i agree the costumes are great i really want harley quinn's outfit i'm like do i think it will suit me no i do not have the skin tone for anything with yellow but i don't care (laughs) and casey and i were talking about how like we could do a harley and bruce uh (laughs) Halloween costume, which I'm down. I will make you a hyena. I will also be the huntress, if you so desire. No, you're a hyena. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the Ed laugh. I don't know why I tried. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed the... Make mine a cub sandwich. There we go. Excuse me. I have the hyena reference. Sure. Carry on. I really, really enjoyed the fight choreography. Because not only was it just like really fun, high energy choreography scenes, but it felt very much like how girls fight, especially when girls are fighting really large men, because it's using objects, using what's around you, but using their weight against you, hitting for the squishy bits or the easily breakable bits. So there was a lot of kicks to the crotch. There was a lot of jabs to the throat. A lot of broken legs. Yeah, but like... And then re-broken the other way. <laughs> but like, yeah, you aim for the things that break. And so like, to me, that felt really true to like a lot of the basic like self-defense stuff that you're taught, which is like, you know... Usually your assailant is a lot bigger than you, so you use their weight against them. You just, like, get them off balance because that's the best defense that you have. And also, like, men are full of really obvious target signs. And so much like, you know, uh, Sandra Bullock in Miscontinuity. Yeah, they clearly have watched that movie a couple times. Took it to heart. You hit the bits. And so I really enjoyed that part. And then it also was just like everyone had their own style. Everyone had their own way of moving. And it was just really fun to watch. And I just enjoyed the eccentricity of it. And the 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 fun that Harley Quinn was having, especially. Solar plexus. Instep. Step, nose. Groin. <laughs> you have to remember to sing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the fights were actually part of my favorite part. And then I really, like, there was a lot of commentary on misogyny and the general treatment of female characters or females as they relate to men. And so the idea that, you know, Harley is just a, a part of the Joker or, like, a thing of the Joker and that without the Joker, you know. And everyone's just like... Well, the Joker's not around anymore, so you are free game and not a threat. Yeah. And, like, now that you're not part of, with the Joker, you're weak and we can kill you. And it probably is, like, an F you to the Joker at the same time, but it's a safe one. Yeah. There's one line that Rowan says that I'm like, yeah, I mean, I expected him to say that because... Because he's exact- a raging misogynist? Well, just, like, it just, it made, like, if writing it it just made the most sense where he says i'm going to kill you because i can yeah and like like that's yeah his his mindset and so many people's mindset like i i like Ah. that all the people and like the one the one block radius that's just like i'm here to to kill you harley yep because it's like yeah she's crazy and she's done things that make people hate her that's true she says herself that she's just a terrible person (laughs) Yeah, I I love the thing where uh, it she kept 
good on her for remembering. She remembers like all the things that she did wrong to people. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, this is this is a this is a joke for like a select audience, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay. I would watch a show called My Name Is Harley, and just to get like a My Name Is Earl, Earl style, style, like, oh my god, I'm going to like. Make a list of all the people that I've hurt over the years and cross them off my list. You made it. My name is Earl reference. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, I really enjoyed the intro, the yeah. animated intro and all the like draw on screen stuff that happened with the like, what did I do to this person and why do they hate me and all that kind of stuff. And I just really enjoyed seeing Harley realize that she doesn't need dudes to protect her because she's Harley freaking Quinn and she can do whatever the hell she wants and also learn that there are people you can trust. They just have to prove that they're worth trust. You don't just give it to people. Does that make sense? And also a lot of men are trash. Even the ones that you like the best are just trash. And there is a strong thing to be said that's very sisterhood the traveling pants of it's good to have your girls around you, you know. Because they understand what you're going through. But, oh yeah, I really enjoyed her. I think my favorite fight in this whole thing was actually the fight in the police station. Oh yeah. With all the different like cartridges for the gun. Where she killed nobody. Because she wasn't trying to kill anybody. Yeah, I'm surprised that no one like nice. pulled she was just their gun on her. Key, right? A lot of people didn't have them on them. But... Yeah, because they were in the office. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would... I mean, they, some people did pull their gun on her. She just got it away from them. Very, very few. Did. I was surprised by how few people did. And, but well, that they they had to not do it because otherwise, they also would have been easily shot the other people that followed her. True. I like the part where the bat bounced and hit the dude in the face. <laughs> she like threw it at the ground and it bounced and hit the dude. I like the part where I, I was like, like the part where he stopped moving. <laughs> I like the part where I was like, how the hell did she get roller skates on? And then the next character went, how the hell did she get time to put roller skates on? <laughs> that was fun. I just like, a lot of it was silly and eccentric, but then it also had like moments of heart and I just really enjoyed it. And she like another testament to Margot Robbie, like she was able to do that on a dime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I like that people, you know, it's inevitable she's grieving and she has a drinking problem and all of that. And so... A drug problem. Yeah. And drug. naturally, <laughs> people are going to try and take advantage of that. And they try to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like whenever someone tries to... No. But I like whenever someone tries to belittle her or say that she's dumb yeah. or like slutty or like any of those sort of things, yeah. she's like, uh, excuse you, let me break your legs first and then remind you that I have a PhD. Yep. You dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse you. Because yep. like, like, I may be, I like, she's like, I may be crazy, but I'm got a PhD. What do you have? It's like, I'm crazy, but I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Like, there is a very big difference in being crazy and being an idiot. But with with someone... Excuse you. But with someone so animated, uh, it's very easy to tell what she's thinking. And I like those moments where it just... You could really see... Even if it was just this little kid, basically, in her eyes, mm-hmm. saying something sort of off the cuff, trying to be tough, actually hurt her feelings. Yeah. I actually really liked that that happened because I was like, she's this tough, crazy gal who, you know, blew up a chemical facility and someone said something mean to her and she's like, ow, like, that was kind of mean. Yeah, well, it happens a few times. Yeah. Like that and then there's the part with uh, Black Canary. Yeah, she's like, like, and you're the crazy lady that everyone hates. And she just kind of like goes like, she's like, hey, you're the one with the voice, like kind of joking. She's like, yeah, you're the one no one likes. And she's like, oh. And runs away. Yep. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a little bit of John Wick Chapter Three going on right there. I know you don't catch that reference, but people are after him in the beginning of the third one. I mean, I get that. 
I've seen the trailers. Yeah, people were after Harley and after Cassie in this one. Yeah, people I liked Cassie a lot. Yeah, she was. She good. was fun. Like she was a a cool kid. But you know, as someone who is just a giant man child, I think I have to point out my favorite thing about this whole movie and the thing I respect the absolute most out of this. Yes. The whole plot, everything, every performance, oh, every gosh. story thing was driven around poop. Uh, <laughs> everything centered around poop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yep. I know. It was all about the poop. All for you. Yeah. The girl swallows the thing that everyone's looking for. And, uh, you know, intestinal Can't kill her until she takes a dump. I mean, you could try and cut it out. They were trying yeah. to get to do that. Yeah, but for the most part, like, you can tell that they were erring on the side of caution with some things, too. Like, for as much as they're an R rating. They're like, we're not an R rating that's going to gut a kid. So, for the most part, they, the guy... But we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, except for one time, the guy's like, bring me the kid alive. For whatever reason. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense for his character. But it makes sense for the, we still want some kids to get to see this movie. I I think it was I don't know I, I like it felt a little weird for a guy who cuts people's face off I mean maybe maybe like a kid is where he considers drawing the line I and like don't contaminate my poop diamond <laughs> the well I, I don't know when he ever discovered that it I don't think I, know, he, I don't even know that I don't he think did. he ever knew. I think that's what it was. I don't think he actually knew that she needed to poop it. No. I think he just thought she had it. Yeah. But then I don't get why he wanted her alive unless he wanted to watch the weird guy pale her face off. Maybe. Because, you know, it, that's a thing. But I yeah, it it was fun. I like that they barely showed the Joker. Like the Joker's mostly just cartoon. A joke? <laughs> yeah. But he's mostly just cartoon illustrations of like classic looking Joker. There's like two seconds. Oh, I like that they took a moment where the kid's like, I don't know who that is. And she's like, you don't? Like, he's so well known and has this infamy around him. She's like, I don't know. And then it kind of gives her a moment of like, huh. Maybe he's not so important. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is her like learning to realize is, is is an emancipation that she is worth so much more than what the Joker did. She she th- there's a bunch of like lines in there about how like she like did all like some of his most impressive like heists and stuff were all concocted by her and he took the credit and then we get the police officer who keeps doing all these cool things and the people there keep getting the credit. I I did like that would have frustrated me even more if. They hadn't had the moment earlier where he's like, turn in your badge and you go, also good to see Rufus from Supernatural. Yeah, hello, hi. sir. Uh, you're, you're a jerk, but You're hi. a jerk, but hello. Uh, that's that's the, generally the theme of the men in this movie. You're a jerk, but hello. <laughs> I mean, that's the theme of a lot of men I've met in the world. So, not you. You see them in movies and they are a jerk in the movie, but hello? What? What? <laughs> no. That the I think there's a lot of a lot of jerks, but, but you were not a jerk. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I like the fact that hello? they do the scene of like, give me your badge and your gun, and like in most instances you would be like, ugh, but they're like, this is the part where but Harley Harley Quinn yes is voiceovering yeah, uh, which is totally a word. It is. So she's like, this is the part. Where stuff actually starts to happen. Because in any movie where the cop... it The cop doesn't get to do anything until they get suspended and lose their badge and their gun. That's mm-hmm. when stuff really starts to happen. And it did. And it was fun. And I like... She's like, well, I don't care about this job anymore. I'm going to go hang out with these super cool ladies. Yeah. Who give me bulletproof vests. Bulletproof corsets. Sorry, yes. It was a bulletproof Harley Quinn corset. Which was cool. I was like, yeah, that's cool. It's bulletproof. Hey. I like they. she pulled out the the shirt from Suicide Squad. And she's like, no, it has sentimental value. I thought she was going to say, 
No, that's just really dirty. It just looks so dirty. Because it was. They called the one in sewers that whole movie. Yep. Oh, hello. But yeah. Uh, any other... So, uh, we should touch on a couple things. We talked about Harley. We talked about Cassie. Uh, what'd you think about our Black Canary? I really liked her. Who's uh, apparently from Full House. Yeah, hey! as I discovered. She's she's the little girl that's friends with Michelle. Yep. Small world. Uh, but yeah, she was really cool. Uh, at first, I I actually it made it seem with like how they shot stuff that she was like an undercover yeah, cop or something. I would I, agree. I thought that she was undercover, and I think I could be wrong, but I think Dinah's done that in the past, or at least some version of that. Yeah. So I thought that that's the angle they were going with. Yeah, the, it was a little unclear about like why he quote unquote like owned her. Or, like, she worked in his club the whole time, and he referred to her as, like, my little bird. And she's, like, he took me off the streets or whatever, da 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 It was a little unclear as to why she felt kind of trapped in that role. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it was just the fact that she was afraid to, to leave or, or to quit because, you know. He's a psychopath? Yeah, and you'd probably kill her or at least hurt mm-hmm. someone. And her. So I think it was mostly that. But uh, yeah, no, I thought she was cool. I, I I thought her acting was good. I think she was the most uh, grounded out of all the characters. Yeah. Uh, she was... Well, the, she, actually, she was... She was and more like the straight character yeah. out of the comedy. She also had like the most stakes because she was actually more of the connection between all the different things. Yeah. Like she had the relationship with Roman. She had the relationship with Cassie. And all those kind of things. So she was actually more of a tie. And she had the relationship with the police person for some of it. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, Renee. Yeah. Montana. And she also saved Harley. So she was actually more the linchpin of it all than Harley was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I I thought it was cool. Uh, I, I, I just liked her. I, I really did. Yeah, I agree. I'm sad. Ugh, excuse me, this is... This is into I'm the night. Just, I'm sorry uh, that I they haven't asked me to play Oliver Queen yet, so you know I'll get there. But until then, there's no green, there's no Oliver to your Dinah yet. But I'm I'm ready whenever you guys are. I'll, just knock on it like a. <laughs> we need a queen. I will be that queen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am your queen. <laughs> uh, oh, and I will be ready with my bow and arrow because I'm a 12-year-old, apparently. Because oh, she has the yeah, line. Yeah, like, she does. She's the like, huntress. Yeah, she says, uh, no, I don't I don't use a bow and arrow. I'm not 12. <laughs> well, I think that was also, like, uh, a thing of um, commenting on the fact that, like, she trained with, like, Huntress, who's the really the other character we haven't talked a lot about yet. As well as we can touch on the police chief lady, though we kind of have, um, is, you know, she was, her family was killed and then she was raised by assassins. And so I would imagine that when you're being trained from a young age as an assassin, like you start with the bow and arrow and then work your way up to the high powered crossbow. And so like she, yeah, as a 12 year old, she probably had like the best bow and arrow skills ever. And And she was like, um, that is so plebeian, and yeah. I can't not believe you would think to call anything I do that childish. And then they get to put the little cherry on top of it because she said it to to Dinah, who is like her other half is Oliver Queen. So it was like it was a nice little like boop to to that side. Though I did like I enjoyed Huntress a lot, and she's the one we get like the least of because she's like so separate from the plot for most of it. Um, but she was just fun. Like she's a fun lady. I hope they do some more with her because I enjoyed her like social awkwardness. Yeah, I really like that. You know, when you're an assassin who gets taken away from your family who was murdered in front of you, uh, instead of uh, going away and then coming back to Gotham and wearing a cape and fighting crime, you kill people and are socially awkward. Yeah. It's like, dude, Bruce should Bruce should be a lot more socially awkward than he is. But, I, yeah. well, that's... 
God, nerd brain. I'm like, well, it's actually, that's because that's the real mask that he puts on being Bruce Wayne. I was going to say. It's all rehearsed and practiced of this whole other persona. And I'm, anyway. As someone who really doesn't know or care about Batman, I was about to say, like, isn't that just, like, the thing he does so people don't connect with him? Yep, it is. Wow, look at that. Go me. But he has his time with Butler, Dad. Oh, I don't know what I thought you were going to say. He has his time with butt. But. The, but <laughs> I mean, listen, you can have the most economic and well-crafted suit in the world, but eventually you're going to have to poop, which was the entire plot of this movie. It focused around poop. Yes, it was made for you. And it ended with poop. It did. Oh, well, it ended with uh, Batman... Poop. A secret oh, that yes. Harley Quinn being like, did you sit through this movie? Oh my god, so I have to tell you something to like make it worth you being here. Well, did you know that Batman... Farted. Batman farted. Is it Batman farted? That's my guess. I'm putting it down now. Batman farted. I don't know. I, I was curious. Batman does smell, according to the legend. It does. And Robin laid an egg. And the Joker got away. Yep. Batman farted. <laughs> Maybe. I was, I'm was. i curious because it's Batman something with an F. And I'm just like, I wonder what kind Batman of... farted so hard, he went to another actor oh, and a different be, version of the character. Do it so hard that we now have are in the different Flashpoint universe? Maybe. Because that would be funny. Uh, I did see that the writer of this, well, she wrote Bumblebee, but she's also writing The Flash movie Ooh, that's, that's cool. cool i also that's, like that's some continuity between yeah between right? uh, the universe that uh, was that's very much needed <laughs> yeah that, that's the thing it's like i don't understand how this movie fits into whatever else they're doing like that was, i i think that's part of, that i really liked i mean there was definitely like references to suicide squad and like the bigger dceu if it's still called that uh but it was still it still felt very standalone movie uh, yeah, it still no, felt like a standalone movie it, to me. 100% was. And we know how you like your origin movies. This was, even though she was already in another movie, this was definitely an origin movie. Of Harley Quinn. Well, everyone. Yeah, that's true. It's everyone's origin story. Like, that's why I really do hope that they get another thing. One, one I like that at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, uh, Harley has taken Cassie on as, like, her apprentice. So instead of, like, Batgirl, she's going to just be, like... Bat troublemaker. Yeah. Or... Harley girl? I don't know. Bat anti-hero. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, or maybe orphan. Maybe that will be, like, the thing that she has. Because she is a foster kid. Yep. Um, But I liked that, like, she was going to be her apprentice. And they rode off into the sunset together in a stolen car. And so I would love the idea that they continue on with this. Whether or not they continue with Birds of Prey or Birds of Prey gets its own movie. And we get, like, the three of them doing a thing and then get a different Harley Quinn that sets up like a Gotham City Sirens and we get Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy doing a thing or what have you. I hope that they keep Cassie and like do that sort of thing and we get more to build out this section of the universe which is so much more interesting to me than some of the other ones. Well she Margot said that uh when they were coming up with this movie she was like Harley <laughs> Harley can't be by herself. She interacts with people too much to have a solo movie. Mm -hmm. Like she just, she just interacts. She's with, yeah, she interacts with people. She likes having people around her. So it's not like a, I'm putting a team together. It's more of like, you're cool. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, we should. You want a sleepover? Are we gonna order pizza? <laughs> uh, Get some margaritas. Just the whole like, if there was ever a point where like, this. This is getting too serious. The last fight was done on roller skates. Like, come on. <laughs> the In a fun house. In a fun house. Which was really great. I, I do enjoy, like, the evolution. The booby trap. <laughs> I, I enjoyed um, the difference between, like, everyone being like, we hate Harley Quinn, she's annoying. Like, in the universe. Because, like, as a person watching it, she's very endearing. But, like, everyone hates her. Everyone thinks she's super annoying. And then she actually finds people who like her. Whether or not... And she's still a terrible person. But, like, she finds people who, like, appreciate the fact that she's, like, this crazy, terrible person. 
And I think the fact that she found people who actually, like, can like her is a big deal. And I, again, back to the psychiatrist thing, because of that part of her background, she's actually pretty self-aware. Yep. Uh, And so I think that's something that's very necessary if she wants to have any sort of redemption. Yeah. Uh, A lot of renditions of Harley, because, again, psychiatrist background, allow her to be self-aware and, like... She's like, oh, no, I did those terrible things. Like, I know what I did. Yeah. Uh, but that also gives her the capacity to start the long, crazy road to redemption. Yeah. Not sanity. No. But redemption. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's it's that trap that... Not trap, but thing that happened to a lot of characters where it's like, dang, you're really likable, so we want you around. And, like... Uh, another example of it is Crowley from Supernatural. It's like, yeah. dude is the king of hell, but he is fun and charming, so well, we're keeping him around. He is one of the most charming actors ever. He's so he like, in everything he's ever been in. Mark Shepard, yeah, is just like the most. No offense to Mark Shepard, he's very odd appearing, but he oozes charisma and charm. Except for, I think it was In the Name of the Father, when she's barely in it. <laughs> he only has a couple lines. He's in Battlestar Galactica. He's in Firefly. Yep. He's in a lot of things. But he, uh, I think he's in Dark Angel for like one or two episodes. But like he's just like a charismatic jerk all the time. You're like, why do I like you? Because I can't help it. And that's Harley. Yep. Uh, Margot Robbie is also very charismatic. Yep. Uh like I Tanya, she's got quite the past and is, you know, quite a flawed human being. But she's one of those people that commands your attention. Yep. Whenever she's on screen. Hey, even in the movie that shall not be named, she commanded a lot of attention. They just gave her nothing to do. Yep. Uh talk about making something out of nothing. Yep. She definitely did her best with that. I don't even uh, think she had nothing. She just was there. Yep. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, but also, yeah. So I, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, what would you rate it out of one to five nerds? One. I would give it at least four nerds. I would. I would. I too would give it four nerds. Four nerds. Four out of five nerds. On a rope. <laughs> nerds rope. A nerds. No, those. That's copyrighted. <sighs> Just let me make my joke. You copywriting. Jerks. <laughs> you jerks on a rope. What will he think of next? No, I can't even say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so, consensus. You should go see the movie. Yes, it's please. really fun. And it's. I would definitely watch another one of these. And I'm actually really excited to watch it again because I really like it. It doesn't. It's a train ride. It doesn't stop. It, Much like her brain. That's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Like, her brain is like only someone like Harley Quinn could be like. On the verge of being murdered and have a musical number going on in her head. <laughs> that was fun. I was like, that that puts so much better context to that scene from the trailer. Because yeah. it's psychotic. Um, but yeah, it was just... And it's also the one other time we get to see him in a mask. Uh, yep. And reference, it references Moulin Rouge, which he was also in. Yes. Yes, it does. But yeah, so I would definitely go see it. I think it's probably my... It might be my second favorite, actually, DC EU movie. I still like Shazam better. Hmm. I think I do. Here's the thing. I've seen Shazam twice now. And it stood up on a second viewing. I will watch Birds of Prey again and then fully decide whether or not I think it it has usurped it. Usurped. But Wonder Woman was too sad to be my favorite. No offense to Wonder Woman. But we get... Is it this year? Yep. We get Wonder... So our two our two DC, big DC movies this year are, are ladies. Yeah. Oh, we get Birds of Prey and uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Yep. Which looks also very rad and fun. So yep. keep them coming, I say. And you say it goes. What you say, it goes. I feel like there's a reference that I'm not getting now. It's okay. So, 
go see it. Go support these, this fun movie so that they know they should make more like female-led superhero movies. And hello, cars. <laughs> I think that's a good thing to say. We will talk to you again next week. But if you would like us to review a specific movie, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or wherever across the internet. Yeah, we've been throwing around the idea of like a kind of like a live reaction or like commentary kind of a thing. Yeah, like a watch a movie with us. Yeah. Or watch a movie and then talk about it and then you can watch that movie and listen to us talk about it. Wow. Wow. We just can't pause it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> all right. Anyway, thank you so much. You can find us all across the internet. Tell us all the things, all of your nerdy little things. Uh, I am Amory by the Sea, everywhere on the internet. I am Case Crusader and all of the things. And this has been Arwen, who's now being a sleepy kitty. Yep. And we shall talk to you again next week. You will hear us in your ears. We will not see you, but we will be there with you as you listen. And as will the Huntress Kitty. Yes. Who I don't think is going to give us any passing comments. Nah, she's chilling. Okay. We hope that you're chilling. Goodbye. Goodbye. The button's so far away.